Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Elliot Brown here in Essex Business Radio Studio, here with a good friend of mine, Chris Klaus of HC Media Group, no less. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. Chris, um, your digital marketing agency that yep. you, you have, and um, I always feel like I'm saying the same things again, which actually I am. <laughs> yep, you are this time. Um, so, uh, so quickly tell us a little bit about the about your digital marketing agency, which which start, you class yourself as a Google Pro. That's not a Google prostitute for anybody that may get it mixed up. Um, no, um, All right, or do you class yourself as a Google prostitute? What um, is a Google prostitute? Um, we have no I, idea. I, Moving I, I, on. I'd pimp myself out so, you, <laughs> sometimes. Hey, well, I tell you, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, you're, so you're a Google pimp. Yep, yeah, I, I could say that. I could say that in <laughs> some ways. This is a way better start <laughs> yeah. than the last one, let me tell you. <laughs> um, no, so, so yeah, I, we are considered Google pros. Yeah. Um, so kind of anything search engine related, yep. um, that's us. Um, quite a lot of our clients were asking us to do more. Yeah. Um, email marketing, social media, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we just developed the agency out and kind of employed where we needed to employ to fulfil those roles. Uh-huh. And um, now we can class ourselves as full service. Yeah, we offer pretty much everything. Yeah, and I've seen, and I've known you for nearly a couple of well, a couple of years yep. and uh, seen your business change a huge amount in that time. And uh, you know you sort of really pushed pushed yourself forward, continue mm-hmm. to do so and uh, and growing. Yeah, um, and uh, we've got to mention this, but you class yourself as a risk free agency. Now you've said you said this before we start recording, and I'm like, yep. how the fuck do you say it's risk-free come on so, so let's start with this and then we're going to get off the subject of business yep. because we don't hear too much about it we'll know about you yeah so risk-free basically yep. if it doesn't work i'll give you your money back wow okay good that's it done <laughs> <In a> nutshell, <laughs> um, we're that confident yeah um, we're that confident that it's work if it if it doesn't then yeah. we will give you your money back yeah okay done all right cool okay well look as you know this is the fireside chat with me mm-hmm. elliot brown here uh in essex business radio studio um what do you think what do you think to the studio you, I, love I mean it. you've you've been here before you've seen this set up before haven't you I've not been sat here. there it's not not sat in the hot seat i know i feel a bit special there you are. <laughs> Special needs. Um, I don't think you can say that, but you know, <laughs> it's all humour. It's all humour, guys. Um, yeah, but um, so, so a lot of changes that song. But we, I want to go back. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I feel like we're repeating this and we won't be in a couple of minutes because we'd have got through that first section. Yep. Um, fudging your exams, mate. Fudging yes. your exams. So, so, so we started on that for a reason. Tell me why there's a reason for me saying that. Um, I could actually spell the word fudge yep. with my exam results. With your exam results, so you got an F. I got U. I got a D, a G, and an a. How the fuck do you get a U? I mean, how's it, how do you? What's a U? Um, funny enough, U was in IT. Right. Um, which, funny enough, now I work in IT. Um, it doesn't really compute. But yeah. That wasn't a pun actually, but that did work quite well, <laughs> didn't it? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just didn't turn up. Right. Okay. So, um, are you, so is it un, un, is unmarked? Is it versus? Pretty is that much. What it means? Yeah, unqualified oh, right. or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I don't. Well. I don't know. I just got it through. But you, how old are you, are you again? Chris? I'm 35 now. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. Ten years younger than me. I don't think they had to use when I would. They just basically just beaten us with a stick and yep. thrown us out of school, probably. Yeah. Um, but. Um, but had yes. that as well. <laughs> But um, I mean, on a slightly, slightly more serious note, I mean, we didn't stay too serious for too long. But you had a difficult upbringing, mate. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before, yeah. haven't we? You know, um, so do you mind telling tell us a little bit about that? Because it's interesting for people to understand that. You know, I think some people think that you know you've got a business; it's always been easy, and it's blah blah. blah. Clearly, we know that's not the case as entrepreneurs. Um, so tell us a little bit about your about your your, your sort of earlier part of life. Um, 
Yeah, just in a nutshell, um, very quickly. So I um, I was in foster care from a very early age. Yeah. Um, so I lived um, with social services from the age of 11 till 17, got kicked out of foster care when I was 17, chucked in a flat. Yeah. Um, I was a bit of you know, a hobo, yeah. a bit of a homeless bum for quite quite a few years. Yeah. Um, you weren't a homeless bum, home, homeless, homeless, were you? I, I was. Right. Um, yeah, in my early 20s, I spent um, a couple of months um, on the streets. Wow. I spent a couple of years sofa surfing. Did you really? Um, wow. Okay. What uh, was? I mean, what was that like? I mean, how did you get yourself into that position, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, you've got... What, what did you do when you left school, work-wise? What is it you got into? Um, or didn't I, you? I didn't. Okay. Um, so, I, to be fair, I left school and I went into college and I kind of resat my GCSEs because they were absolutely awful yeah. um, in construction uh-huh. um, because I thought that was the right thing to do. Uh-huh. Um, so I did get some qualifications in the okay. end. Okay, okay. Um, and then kind of left there and didn't really do anything with it. Right. Um, ended up as a um, an entertainer. Okay. So like a Butlins red coat, but yeah. I wasn't special enough to work for Butlins. Okay. I so worked, who's, it, who's it work for then? Uh, Seawick in Clacton-on-Sea. Oh, nice. Um, it's, uh, it wasn't nice. Okay. Um, it was fun at the time. It, so, what did it you, so, so talk to me, what, what did you do? What was, your, what was your role there? What did you have to do? I stood on stage okay. dancing to kids' party songs for okay. two years. Okay. Um, is this something you still like to do now? Um, I've now I've got a kid. Yeah, yeah, but, um, you do, yeah. Yeah, I don't just randomly sit on the street, stand on the street, and <laughs> you know, do the macarena or something like that because it might look a bit is weird. It, is, that what, is, that, is that what you used to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you, so you used to sort of rev the rev the sort of place up, did you? Yeah. I mean, how many how many people were you sort of doing that in front of? Uh, up to seven hundred. Really? Yeah. So, see, 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 it's funny, isn't it? You see, you think you're just talking about that, but actually, you know, that this is the start start of you presenting to people, mm. really, you know, the build, the build that confidence. And we're going to come back to it in a little while because I know you do stuff off stage. Yeah. Um, and then where did that, how long were you there with, with them? Uh, two, about, about two years. Oh, wow, it wasn't that bad then. You were yeah. there for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was there, um, done a few different parks, um, ended up on the Isle of Wight. Um, which was awesome and boring at the same time. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, so when I kind of come out of that, I was 21. Uh-huh. And I um, thought to myself, well, I can't do that forever because you know I saw people that were doing that in yeah, their forties. Absolutely, there's our people that when when they're there, they stay there, they don't stay they? They become institutionalised, don't they? Yeah. And um, I didn't want to become one of those. No. One of those guys. Um, what colour was your coat, by the way? It was a burgundy coat. Oh, nice. A burgundy coat. And in some... Um... I've got this image now of your bur- a burgundy coat. I mean, people that, uh, that are obviously you know, watching this on YouTube can see you, but yeah. uh, but uh, the people that can't go over to fucking YouTube, basically. Yeah, yeah. well, the, the people on YouTube will obviously see the... the... Bigness and the ginger. Debonair. Um, there was at one point um, I made a living in the Isle of Wight as... Um, being dressed up as Cyril the Squirrel. Okay. So um, yeah, who, so, so I spent. Was, was, who's that? Is that a thing? Or was that? Was that? Something it was to the do mascot. It was ah. the mascot. Yeah, and just out of pure fun, I just yeah. walk around dressed as a squirrel. Yeah, why not? Um, I like squirrels. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. Um, yeah, I like squirrels, <laughs> but yeah, so I used to do party dance dressed as a squirrel rather yeah. than rather than me, which was fun. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Completely random. <laughs> I just got this crazy picture. I fucking properly. Yeah, yeah. I, a few years afterwards, I um, applied for a job at a bar uh, yeah. route in Colchester. Yeah. And um, the manager, who's now a good friend of mine, says, you know, every job application you need to send a photo through. And right. I sent a photo of me, you know, 
next to a this squirrel. Yeah, because yeah. Somebody, I've done it two days a week. Somebody else done it two days a week. Yeah. And somebody else. And there was me in my um, burgundy jacket next to the squirrel. And I got the job because he thought I was the squirrel. Oh, or really? he hoped. Oh, really? He hoped that I was a squirrel. <laughs> Um, and said uh, anybody that was sending a photo yeah. for a job advert of yeah. them next to a squirrel. Yeah, is that, and the squirrel was like seven foot. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, quite big. <laughs> and then, so, so, so then, what? Then, where'd you go from that? What was it that you did did, did after after doing? Um, um, so after that, doing, um, being a burgundy coat, not a red coat. But yeah, a burgundy, burgundy coat. Burgundy coat. Um, so after that, I basically um, lived on my mum's sofa for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and worked on a building site. So you're you're what age then? Where we, when were you? Uh, early twenties, okay. twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. Um, so I I done that um, for about three years. I moved out of my mum's and um, I kind of found a place in um, Colchester, right, in Essex, and um, I, I was there for a couple of years. It was okay working on a building site yeah. um, as a as kind of a chain lad, as they call it, so civil engineer's assistant. Okay. Um, so I'm the annoying one with a clipboard that going around that didn't know what I was doing. Oh, really? Um, and so I used to get quite a lot of stick for that. And then, obviously, the big crash happened. Yeah. Loads of redundancies within yeah. the um, within the construction market. So we thought we're talking to 2009? Yeah, 2008, 2009, something like that. Yeah, I, 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 I felt that. Yeah. I felt I was, constru- I was building at the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I got made redundant, and um, that was the spiral. Right, okay. Spiral uphill or downhill? Downhill. Okay. Very, very quickly. Really? So very, very quickly. I, I remember I got made redundant and then the week after my uh, my housemate said, well, you've been made redundant, you've got no money. Yeah. Toodaloo. Right. Off you go. Um, and I was just renting a room off of a friend, so yeah. it wasn't like I had any contracts to go by or, sure. or anything like that. Sure. She basically told me, right, I'm selling the house, get out. Right. Um, so then I sofa surfed. I, I was homeless for a couple of months, and then I sofa surfed for a couple of years. So you done so it was again. So you've so yeah. you sort of done it's done the se- second time that right. I kind of um, yeah. It was a, not a good time. Okay. Um, a good friend of mine, um, Adrian, kind of pulled me out of it. Yeah. Um, I moved up to Norwich. And uh, he, you know, gave me a place to stay on his sofa. Uh-huh. Um, but I was there for about a year. So, wait, so you, 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 you can't. You're come from what, what area? Where are you? So you said mentioned Colchester. I know you're sort of Chelmsford. So where? Yeah, so Colchester mainly. Okay. Yeah, Colchester, um, Clacton. Yeah. Um, so I went to school in Clacton. Yeah, yeah. Don't like to admit that, but so, um, so, so, so. I mean, if people don't know that, obviously, where that is, it's sort of south, south, south east, sort of, uh, you know, on the part that sticks out there, yes. right inside of the of the, of the, the UK, Clacton on sea, and then you said he went to Norwich as well. Yes. Um, so Norwich was starting to grow quite a lot in those days. Right? I was actually had you, had you started growing quite a lot, hadn't it? I mean, it's yeah. to go back. I was, I, I, I was been doing business in Norwich like 15, 20 years I ago. I absolutely loved Norwich. Norwich is quite a nice yeah. area, yeah. And that's where I set up my first company. Right, okay. Um, so I set up Dizzy Entertainments with Adrian. Um, so we used to hire nightclubs. Yeah. Um, you know, both me and Adrian liked our music. Yeah. DJing. Yeah. He was a lot better than me, <laughs> to be honest. DJing what sort of music? What were you DJing? R and B, hip hop, drum okay. and bass. Yeah. Um, that kind of um, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, which was great for the Norwich community at that point. Sure. Um, so we done, you know, so done a few events in Norwich, um, and then uh, my mum came calling and asked me to help with a company that 
she was working with in Colchester, so I kind of moved back. Right. Um, which kind of was the biggest. Oh, fine. So, so, so Dizzy Entertainments then. Yep. So, what sort of club? What you're, you're sort of you feel, you're, how many people you're filling up when you're doing these nights then? It started off um, just a small bar, you yeah. know, fifty people. Uh huh. Um, the biggest one I'd done is I um, we hired Dizzy Rascal, and I think that was six thousand. Right. Wow. Six, six thousand we filled with Dizzy Rascal. Wow. Um, but most of the time, um, we was doing kind of, you know, the liquids. Or, yeah, yeah, liquid and envy. Yeah, li- liquid yeah, yeah. and envy. Um, yeah. They've all changed now. It's, I think yeah, it's called Attic now or oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're looking at kind of 1,500 yeah, 1500 people. Yeah. Um, kind of capacity. Yeah. Um, so, so, what, so what, mate, what you just saw, in a, you know, an avenue and uh, and you thought, I'm just going to, you know, get a load of people in and sell tickets yeah. and stuff. And what sort of money are you making off the back of doing things like that? Um not a lot. Okay. Not a lot because I wasn't the best businessman, to be honest. Okay. Um, well, but you had, but you did have, a, you did have an entrepreneurial flair to be doing that in the first place. Yeah, right? yeah. But then um, I, was, I was a bit of a flirt as well. Okay. So you know, you're in a club. You've, yeah. You, you've put on this incredible, um, this incredible event. Yeah. You got a few quid behind you. There's yeah. a few nice girls at the bar. Really. I didn't walk out with much money. Okay. I think it's the, pay, <laughs> the kindest way of saying it. <laughs> Um, it's a very diplomatic way yes, of saying it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never been a flirt, to be honest, Chris. No, no, so, you I know, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight as a buckle, you are. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that works. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But I might, I might go with it. Um, and that, so that was, that was uh, so we're talking, what, 20, 2000 and... Um, yeah, it's, oh, 2003, 2004, probably. No, no, it's, um, no, it's later than that, 10? Okay, 2010. 10, okay. 10, oh, cool. 11. Sorry, sorry. Yeah yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, 2010, 2011. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. It yeah. Was, it was good, but... Well, you get to socialise, you have a few drinks, you know, you're selling tickets, everybody's having a good time. What is there not to like about it? Uh, if I knew now what... You know, if I if I knew then what I know now, yeah. it would have been a totally different ball game. Yeah. Um, because there was no Facebook or anything like that. Yeah, it was yeah. literally just handing out flyers yeah. and, you know... Jumping over fences to try and get into the university and hand out flyers. Hand out flyers, and, yeah. And so you, like so you and these bastards were putting uh, putting them under people's windscreen wipers and things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that yeah. was exactly. <laughs> me. That, yeah, I spent a yeah couple of years doing that. Yeah. So you know, how, many, how many flyers would you have to print out to do something like that? Um, about seven and a half thousand. So you, to get in a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, not dissimilar to the sort of numbers you'd potentially be spending on social media these days yeah. to get the same sort of return, yeah. but you know, obviously a physical way of doing it. That's why I sort of wanted to bring it up. Yeah. 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 yeah, interesting. Well, listen, we're going to come back and find out a little bit more. We're going to take a very short break, but anybody on YouTube can carry on watching because we're still here, and it's the uncut version. Back in a minute. S Business Radio, powered by Forge Management. We're back again. It's Elliot here, Essex Business Radio, with Chris Klaus of HC Media Group. How are you doing? Enjoying this? Yeah, loving it. Yeah, enjoying the talking about farting and things in our little break. Yeah, yeah. If you know, want to know what we were talking about, and I have to be, it was completely random, then check out the uh, the YouTube uh, channel uh, because this video will be live on there and you get to see all of the uncut version. Um, so where have we got? Where have we got to, Chris? I, I can't, can't remember. remember. <laughs> talking about farting, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where we got yeah, to, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, we, okay, work, work-wise, we'd got mm-hmm. to um, Dizzy yeah, Norwich, Dizzy Entertainment, and yeah. then you were coming down. You were coming back down, uh, back down to Essex. I'm assuming were you with, yeah. your, with, with your mother, some, some helping out with some business. Yeah, so, well, um, so I can save that there, didn't we? Yeah, you did. You did. Um, so my mum, um, my mum got married, and her, um, her partner 
owned um, Anglian Marble, which okay. is a marble and granite yeah. um, worktop. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they asked me to come in and kind of, kind of look after the kind of sales and marketing side of things, okay. um, which I did. Um, the business was not doing very well, so there was pretty much no pay. Right. Um, so they gave me a house. Okay. Um, which they was gave you a house. They gave me a house to live in. Not actually gave me a house, but no. they, <laughs> they gave me a house to live in. Um, they said, "Oh, we're doing it up, so that's you know that's great." Right. Um, wow. Six bedroom that's house. That's fucking handy, wasn't it? Um, no. Oh. Um, it was six bedroom house, and when they said they're doing it up, there was no hot water or windows. I mean, it's, they're overrated. The, the, hot water, hot water. Who needs that these yeah, days? To I be know, honest, you know. Um, and what time of year was it when you were in there? Um, December, November, December time. <laughs> oh, fuck. It was cold. It no, was cold. Whoa. So very, what, do you, what do you do for hot water? I mean, do you boil a bowl? Boil, you're boiling. Yeah, boil, boil, boil the kettle. Yeah. Um, you're having baths and things. Are we, you know, boiling the kettle for baths? I um, I just had a gym membership. Ah. I didn't actually go to the gym for anything else but a shower. Right. Okay. Um, but I was used to that from you know when I was on the streets before. That's what I done right to kind of keep clean yeah yeah, um, yeah. so I'll just have a gym membership and just pop in and um, have a shower and because you're a very clean you're a very clean polished guy I try to be you always look very immaculate you're always dressed really well I'm just a fatter version of you to be, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah, not that much fatter to be honest I, um, but but no you are you always work turned out really well when you mean that that must have been sort of quite difficult having days like that because you, you do take yeah. care of your appearance yeah. you know you do like to dress quite well and, and always look smart and, uh, and presentable so, so that, that would, would that sort of get 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 to you a little bit things like I, that? I, yeah, I, mean, I, I was so depressed. Were you? Yeah, it was just a, it was a really bad time. I was going to work. Um, I, I remember trying to sell like that as well. I mean, that's a that's a mindset yeah, fuck, isn't it? Do yeah, you know it I mean? is. But I, I wasn't just selling. I was also downstairs in the factory. Right. And I remember one. So you're like GDB, basically, General Dog's Body, a little yeah, bit. Where yeah, you, yeah, pretty yeah, much, yeah, pretty yeah. much. I remember. But I suppose you took it with both hands because you've got an opportunity to work again. I mean, yeah. you know, and get yourself in a probably changing what you were doing a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was still doing dizzy entertainment. See, it kind of dr- fell off for a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, so obviously that transition from Norwich to culture it's not that far down the road but I didn't have a following in Colchester and I did have a following in Norwich so I had to kind of build all that up again in Colchester as well Um, so I was still doing that and um, still doing some events but they were quite small Um, but I remember one year it was Christmas Day and I worked a 14 hour shift on my own on Mm. Christmas Day and went back to this cold freezing house yeah yeah on Christmas Day on Christmas Day and had cheese on toast Wow, what, do, uh, and what was the company doing again? Sorry, what was it, it? marble, granite, and marble. So, work what the tops. hell were you doing working Christmas Day? I mean, how did that even get, work? Had to get a project finished. Right, okay. You know, somebody was waiting for their kitchen. Right. Um, you know, and we promised it to them first week of January, and right. it, there was no way it was going to be wow. ready in first week of January. So, I had to make sure it was ready. Wow, wow, okay. And um, yeah, that it was a, that. I think out of all of it, that was kind of the toughest times. Yeah. Because as we all know, if you look at me and know me, I am not into manual labour. <laughs> not into manual labour whatsoever. And it was a very manual job. Oh, it's a laborious job. I mean, you yeah. know, it's uh, it's it's it, you know, it's labour intensive. It's a lot of lifting. There's, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much a, a you know a manufacturing sort of uh, whole process, isn't yeah. it? Really, yeah. yeah. Uh, taking raw taking raw granite and uh, or slabs of it and turning it into worktops. Yeah, yeah. So so a lot of that. Um, and how, how long are you there for? The, the, um, I was for? there for. About nine months. Okay. Nine months. Um, and you were like, right, I'm fucking done here. No, no, no. Uh, totally opposite. I wanted to build it. I wanted it to work. Okay. Um, and then um, uh, Bashar, my mum's husband, turned up 
um, at the house. Okay. Um, he gave me 500 quid and told me to disappear because the house was going to be repossessed. Wow. And the business had shut down. Wow. And again, I was out on the streets. Shit. Um, third time. Third time. Um, at the time, I was actually working for Route Nightclub in Colchester. Right. Um, and Roy, the owner, bless him, lovely, lovely guy, said, live upstairs. Right. So I lived in the VIP room. Yeah, a lot room. of fucking people helping you out with yeah. uh, with places to, to places to stay. Yeah, yeah I, I have been lucky in that one. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, you know, there's some certain things that are, don't look lucky in this journey, but, <laughs> yeah. but the, in, a, in a funny way, you, I suppose you keep you keep going. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people in your situation that, that, that end up staying on the street and they don't get yeah. don't get back off it again. Yeah. Um, so um, luck mindset. I don't know. There's a an bit, element, a bit of, element, both. element of both, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Both. So I, I, I was, um, yeah, so I stayed at Root for, God, 16 months. Right. 16 months I lived in a nightclub. Yeah. Um, which some people might think is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But being in a huge nightclub, I mean, there's, you know, held 1,700 people. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning yeah. on a Tuesday yeah. on your own, yeah. hearing weird noises, yeah. kind of freaks you out. Yeah, a bit. yeah, a bit, a bit freaky. I can well imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what I, are you doing in the nightclubs? What we do? We, we sort of run the bar. What are you doing? I was running the bar and the entertainment, so DJing and um, kind of looking so after. What's, the so, what, what clubs that now? I mean, what's? It's not a club anymore. Okay. It's, a, it's a gym. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, um, it's quite quite sad. My office is literally my office now is literally about two minutes walk away from it. Right. Um, uh, it's quite sad because it, I love that place. And your office is in, is, is in Colchester, yep. right? Right near the, in the centre of Colchester, yep. right? Yep. Right, yeah, right, and not far from the um, is it is it cathedral? The no, castle. The castle, sorry. The castle. The castle. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. literally next door neighbours to the castle, which is lovely. Um, you know, it's a beautiful area. It's a nice spot. It is a nice it's spot around spot, there, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so 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 you're in the club and you're you're 16 months in, and yep. uh, what what then took you took you to to the next stage? I mean, what was it that you did? <laughs> <laughs> the club went bust. Okay, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, so what did you do? What do you do to these places? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of luck. Tell you what. Tell you what. Move Chris in, right? <laughs> Give him somewhere to live and run, and help run a business. And in no time, the place would be repossessed and shut down. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Um, yeah, it was a, I've never thought of it like that. <laughs> but it's a recurring thing. <laughs> Joe, if you're listening to this, <laughs> run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and so you're what you don't tell me you're back on the fucking street again. No, I, I had a bit of warning. Okay, um, I had a bit of warning. So um, I went to um, a local homeless charity. Okay, and um, because I at the time didn't have any addictions. Yeah, um, they were willing to help me out. Okay, um, at the time. At the time, I, previously I. Liked a bit of alcohol, okay, um, just to keep warm. Yeah. <laughs> in most cases, okay. Um, so they put me up in a um, in a house. Um, so a house had eight bedrooms. Yeah. Um, tiny, tiny bedrooms. Okay. Um, house of multiple occup- occupancy. Yeah. HMO, yeah. Um, uh, and this was run. This was run by a charitable organisation. It was so. no. It was a private place. Okay. Uh, he kind of lent it out to the charitable. Right. Uh, but it was a, it was a money spin for him. Yeah. Um, he used to come around every two weeks giving you tokens, or you had to buy tokens. Okay. For electricity and showers. Right. And if you were out and you missed him. You couldn't have a shower for two weeks. Wow. Because you'd have to buy these tokens to put them from in. From him. From him. Wow. Um, and and I, how much were these tokens? 
they're like a quid. Oh, okay. So, you know, not not crazy. But at the time, you had no no money because, again, I was jobless. Yeah. You know, I was absolutely jobless. Um, and so were you, were you were claiming you were claiming at the I was time? I claiming benefits, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and, you know, doing, you know, a few bit of promotion work on the side, okay. cash in hand, yeah, trying, trying to, to build Dizzy Entertainments again. Okay. Um, because that's all I knew that yeah. was successful. Well, and you knew, and it's you know a little bit like you know market stall or whatever. You know what you know you can make money out of, and you do a few bits, and you can earn a bit of money and exactly. help to promote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, I use so, a market stall because I've I thought I fell back to doing market stalls in when I've had difficult periods in yeah. my life. Yeah, um, and uh, I know it, and I know how to how to do it, and you sort of it's a, it's an easier money earner, I suppose. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it was it was that was. Hard. Yeah. Um, I, I always found it a bit weird that you know they they put me in because I didn't have any addictions, but there's shared bathrooms and you have to put your shoes on before you go to a toilet. Wow! Just in case you stepped on a needle or oh, something really? like that. It was not a nice place. Wow. Okay. Um, the police were around every night because of fights and, oh, right. and things like that. Right. I just kept myself to myself. Yeah. Um, I've never been arrested or anything like that. I've uh-huh. just literally just kept myself to myself, yep. hiding in this bedroom, right. kind of dreaming of better times. Yeah. Um, and um, after, I was there about a year. Right. Um, and then done the one thing that I always thought I wouldn't do is I went crawling back to my mum. Right. Um, and then um, stayed with my mum again for a few months. Right, okay. Um, and I'm mid-twenties by this point. Okay. I'm, I'm mid-twenties by this point. And yeah. Um, I, got, I got back in with my mum and started building Dizzy Entertainments and to be fair for a couple of years actually Dizzy Entertainments was working really well and I was okay. earning some decent money were you? Um, managed to pay off a bit of debt yeah um, and live a, a, a semi-decent life right um, and yeah it, it was you know it was all Going well, and no, I was enjoying things. Yeah. So, so I'm sure you mentioned something about um, some uh, some room that was on fire when we we, we were chatting before. Yeah. When, 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 when did this happen? So, was it when is this around this sort of time? No, no, that was um, two days after I left foster care. Right. Right. And so I was seventeen. Yeah, I was seventeen. Just turned seventeen years old. Right. Um, they put me. Social services put me in a flat. Uh huh. Now I love social services. They've done a great job while I was in care. Yeah. Um, but they don't train you to leave. No. You know, that there is no, this is how you pay your bills or, you know, this is, you know, you have to pay a TV license yeah, or yeah. you have to buy your own food. Yeah. It's, there's some keys to a flat. Yeah. There's 50 quid. Good yeah. luck. Wow. Um, so yeah, I was, I was in this house converted into two flats. I was upstairs and the second night, um, I was having a bit of a party with my mates because just got my own place. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And um, smoke started to pour um, inside the window. Right. And um, I looked out the other window and saw that the flat underneath me was on fire. Yeah. Um, wow. The um, the guy that lived there was in hospital at the time, but he owed some drug money. Right. So he didn't pay it. So they burnt his flat. Wow. And you were, you were and upstairs? And I'm upstairs. I'm upstairs. So that's what happened. How did you get out of that? Um, obviously, just got out of the flat. Right. Um, thankfully, I'm so happy that um, I'd had a bit of a party that night right because it turns out that the council let me move in and hadn't tested the smoke alarms oh wow the smoke alarms weren't working wow so if I hadn't been on, on the source yeah you, would, I, you I, might I, you'd have been asleep I, I'd have been asleep yeah um, so I wouldn't be here today so wow. um, well thank, thank thanks for the alcohol on yeah. that one then <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, but yeah, I mean that was yeah. So when I was seventeen. Oh, okay. So we sort of took a little bit of a step back there. Yep. Um, but so 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 there you are. You've 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 you're back in doing your 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 dizzy your dizzy. Entertainments, dizzy entertainments. He's yep. uh, going, he's going quite well. Um, and uh, and and then what? What's, what's, where where did you go after that? What happened after that? I met a girl. Right. Um, I met a girl, and um, we started dating. Yeah. For a bit, um, and after about six months, she said to me, "We can't do this anymore." Right. Um, we can't do what? We we can't date anymore. Okay. Um, I said, why? She said, well, because of the business you're in. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was, you know, Norwich one day, Liverpool the next. Right. You know, Wales, all over the place. Okay, so, so you that you really had kicked off with her, with, mm. with the party, yeah. you were doing the parties. Yeah, no, it was really going well. Classic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I so, wasn't making a lot of money, but I was working very, very hard. Okay. And, um, yeah, she said, no, we're not going to be together if you're still in this. Right. So I said, okay, I'll give it up. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah, I gave it up. Uh, nine years later, she's my wife. She is. So, well, um, a lot's happened in that time. And a lot's happened in that time. And uh, we're going to find out a little bit yep. more about what's happened in those nine years uh, just after this a very short break. Awesome. <laughs> Essence Business Radio, powered by Forge Management. Back again after that very short break that uh, said something along the lines of it's Essex Business Radio powered by Forge Management. That's pretty well what it says, Chris. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's on the audio version. Yep. Um, I'll which, listen to this one. You're gonna, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking egotistical. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt you will, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, so nine years ago, yep. you met your wife. Yep. And she said, uh, "No, the clubbing, the clubbing life, and organising parties isn't for me." So, what do you decide to do, Chris? I mean, what you know, when somebody turns around and gives you an ultimatum like that, and obviously you're madly in love with your wife. Yep. Um, nine years on, it's still going strong, obviously, and you've got a little one as well. But you yep. know, let's go back. We will rewind. Let's get a rewind. Um, what do you do? What, what do you then decide to do? You have got an ultimatum. What is it? Where would you go? What um, did you do? I can't remember to be honest. Really? Uh, it was a bit of a whirlwind. I went, okay. Done. Okay. Um, and from that day, I, I kind of lost. I have done a couple since, um, a couple of small events, yeah. but, you know, one uh, local to home. And, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. I mean, the last one was about six, seven years ago, uh-huh. but um, I, d- I did do a couple to um, just kind of keep my foot in it and make a bit of extra cash. Right. Um, but, yeah, just I, I just stopped because, you know, I wanted to grow up. You know, I, I saw all my friends. Don't do, don't do that too much. I know, I know. But, you know, I did feel a bit, you know, it was going back to when I used to see the guys in the, in the entertainment world. Yeah. You know, I was turning into one of those. Right, okay. You know, I was just putting on events. I'm going into clubs. I'm late 20s now. Yeah. You know, mid 20s. Um, and I'm going into clubs and they're all 18. Yeah. And I was just looking around going, oh, I should not be here. Yeah. This feels really seedy. Yeah, yeah. And and then seeing other older promoters. Yeah. And they just look really out of place. Really? And everybody is talking about them, going, you know, he's a bit old to be in here. And I just... Really? At mid-20s? Really? Well, no, I could see the older guys. Right. You know, that are like in their 40s and still doing okay, it. Okay, okay. And then she come up to me and... Are you fucking looking at me like that, Producer Joel? Why do you look at me when you said you mentioned 40s why'd you look at me like that anyway yeah carry on I'm gonna switch off <laughs> I'll, but, mute, I'll mute myself again. 
Um, yeah, so I, I just, I, I knew in my heart it was time. Okay, so what did you do? Work-wise, what were you doing then? I mean, you just, I, about, I, just yeah. been off all the money you've got coming in and you're busy guys. I didn't but... have any money coming in, that's the thing. It was only event by event. Okay. Um, some events I'd win, some events I'd lose. It was gambling. Right. It, it was a, it was an addiction. It yeah. was gambling. Right. Um, is that what you close? Is that what you sort of think? Did you feel it was yeah, at the yeah, time? Really? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I was losing more than I was winning. Right. Um, because I don't know why um, you know there's promoters out there that are smashing it I yeah. was one of those always trying to break it yeah. some of them I'd make a few quid yeah. most of them I'd lose a few quid right okay um, they're not an easy thing to do not, I mean we're, we're, we're going to we're going to uh, a mate of mine called Glenn uh, Barnard he's doing um, back to the old school in uh, mm-hmm. the end of uh, end of February um, and um, yeah it's not it's not an easy thing to do I mean he's a few years in now and he's, he's you know doing really well um, um, but the first couple, I think, you know, it's not really about making money. You've got to make your name for yourself, yep. I suppose, yep. haven't you? So you're busy doing that. Um, but um, so, so, what, so come on, you, you've, you've got that was a big leap from doing that and to doing what you're doing now. Yeah, so I went to, um, uh, I quit that and become a door-to-door salesman. Okay, selling? Um, selling doors and windows. Really? <laughs> and, yeah, doors and windows. White, white gold. Yes, and then, um, then milk. I sold and milk. Milk. How the yeah. fuck do you sell milk? I work for Dairy Crest. It, to be fair, it was one of the best paid jobs I've ever had. Okay. I knocked on the door and said, "Do you want, do you want some milk?" <laughs> <laughs> do you want the milkman? Um, yeah. <laughs> Superb. Thanks. Oh, right. Um, okay. And then I, I finished that because the contract ran out of that, and I was doing loft and cavity wall insulation. Okay. And for, so proper, proper grafting, proper door to door knocking, to, like down to earth sales. I mean, yeah. I, I think I cut my teeth. God, very early days. I would have. I, I probably would have done some sort of. Um, I think it was a, like a water filter or something like that yep, really yep. early on, probably late teens or something like that, I suppose. Had a little go at that, wasn't really my bag. But yeah, I cut mine doing, doing water coolers, knocking doors, yep. um, it, you know, in, which is in my 20s, basically. Um, but you teach you, I, I think it teaches you a fucking shitload of dealing with people. Teaches about rejection. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, yeah, absolutely. Consistently knocking doors, even though you've been rejected. is. Yep. Uh, and God only knows that the ratios will fa- way, way worse worse than your 7,000 flyers to get a thousand you know yeah yeah no uh, you're knocking a lot of doors to get one aren't you, you yeah know? a lot um yeah a lot the milk wasn't too bad yeah the milk I actually got quite a high conversion rate oh yeah um and, and then the loft <laughs> all, all milkmen say that yeah, yeah. and the, the loft of wall cavity insulation because it was free yeah offered by British Gas I just knock on the door do you want your uh do you, do you want your loft insulated for free mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I used to get 50 quid a pop, so, uh, you know, I, I was doing all right on that. Right. You know, you get get four or five a day. Yeah. Um, earning some and decent so, money. So how, did, how did that work? Was there was there a um, was there some sort of uh, money coming from the yeah, government? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It was a um, green, um, green Deal or something like that, I think okay. it was called. Okay, yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just one of the contractors to go out and just knocking doors. And So how long were you knocking doors doing sort of sales like that for then? A year and a half, two okay. years. Yeah. Um, well, you stick things out for a while, don't you, yeah. when you're doing that? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I suppose I did. I was doing the water coolers for a year and a half until yeah. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm done with this move. Time to move on to the next thing. Um, and then, and then you, and then you got into, you got into a, into a, 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 a an SEO company. Was that uh, it, right? it, was it was a marketing company, marketing a lead company, generation sorry. company. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so how did you get, how did you get that role? I mean, what was it? What was you sort of knocking doors one minute and then you just yeah, so I just applied apl- for something. I, I was just applying for pretty much every Were single you? job. Were you? Um, sales job, just a sales job. Just yeah. give me a job. Yeah. Um, 
Um, and do people um, used to say you've got the gift of the gab? Chris? Yeah. I fucking hate that phrase, don't you? It's true, it's, though, isn't it? I don't know. I don't like the phrase, but yeah, I suppose it is yeah. in a way. If people understand that, but is it, you know, it's, not, it's not about having a gift of the gab, is it? It's not. I don't think it's a gift necessarily. You just. I think you just tenacity. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just like the sound of my own voice. You fucking do, I know that, yeah. (laughs) I've spoken so much on making myself go deaf, to be honest. Fun. And and that's not a joke, I actually am. You ask my wife nuts. so yeah, so you, so, so you got in, you got into into a marketing company, which yeah. is uh, which was your your entrance into the marketing world, no? Yeah, so I it was um, I couldn't remember applying. I right. applied when I was drunk. Right. Okay. Um, and then I got a phone call from a guy called Phil Warnock. Yeah. Um, who's become a very big part of my life because. Yeah. Um, you know, he phoned me and says, I'm, I'm calling from a, um, a company called Ginger Nut Media. Oh, yeah. And being a ginger nut myself, Absolutely, I was yeah. sort of like, oh, this, this, is, is, this is apt. This is, this is perfect. <laughs> um, I went and got the, um, had the interview and they offered me a commission only job. Right. I was gutted. Yeah. Absolutely gutted because, um, you know, I wanted a salary. Yeah. Just a basic 15 grand or something. Something just to you give know, you just a bit of a basic, yeah, basis. Um, yeah. And, I'd actually been for another interview um, at another company called Step on Safety, which was a engineering firm. Okay. Pardon me. And um, they did offer me a salary. Yeah. It wasn't what I wanted to do. I really wanted to work for this Ginger Nut Media, but I had to take the salary because, you know, my first salary job and pretty much all my life. Yeah. Had to do it. Yeah. Um, so I turned down the commission job and went to Step on Safety. Uh-huh. Two months after that, I got a phone call from one of the directors of Ginger Nut Media saying, yeah. we made a mistake. Right. Can you come in? Yeah. So I went in and they offered me a salary job. Right. I quit straight away. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, quit straight away, went straight into um, Ginger Nut Media as a salesman. Yeah. Uh, and started selling marketing. Okay. Whilst I was doing that, I, got, I started to get really interested in it. Okay. Um, this is, this is, so this is when? When we are, how long ago was this? So this must have been... Eight, seven, eight years ago. Okay. So marketing's changed quite a lot in that time oh, as well, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, a huge yeah. amount, like leaps and bounds. But yeah. yeah. So so what was marketing like then? I mean, what were you what were you selling? Email campaigns. Yeah. Very hard data. Yeah. It was just phoning people up and selling data. Yeah. And I kind of spun it on its head and kind of created more of it. Okay. Um and then I ended up selling to Visa, Re, Vodafone, Butlins, National Trust, Clarins, Ordnance Survey, some huge companies. Yeah, sure. Um, and started to learn a lot about what they wanted. Yeah. Um, at the time, I was um, because I enjoyed it so much. I said to the boss, Phil, said, you know, can I do a qualification in this? Uh-huh. And he said, yes. He paid for me to do a, a, a equivalent to a degree. Yeah. Um, and I passed that with a distinction okay. within like eight months. Wow, you must have been interested. Oh, then. I loved it. So you go from where you were at school and you had no interest, and then you yeah. give, give something that you had suddenly had a passion about. I, I think also because I, I was with my girlfriend, but now you know my wife at yeah. the time, yeah. and kind of I wanted something better. Yeah, and I, I had a huge hunger and a desire to improve myself. Sure. I was in a lot of debt. Yeah. I was in a lot of debt from Disney Entertainment and what I've done previously. Uh-huh. 
um, and I wanted to clear that. that and was wanted... your that was your driver, was it? You know, you have obviously your your wife and uh, and, and yeah. the debt and stuff for like that it was a big driver for you for 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 making that successful that yeah. role. Yeah. And what were the what were the other sales guys like in that company? Were they awful. all smashing it? Oh, were they? They were awful. Okay. Um, in fact, I um, I was smashing out the park the sales director. Right. Okay. Um, so. And how many people they have in the team? Um, staff wise, so I, when I joined the company, there was there were, there's three directors and two sales guys. Right. And um, we built it up to 40 employees. Wow. It was huge. Wow. Absolutely huge. And that was down to a lot of your work as yeah. well, do you think? Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. So I was one of the senior there. managers. Okay. Um, kind of worked my way up, um, kind of proved myself on the phones. Yeah. Um, and I was managing the teams. I was managing the sales teams. Yeah. Um, we had a business development team, which was me, which yeah. looked after the hire stuff yeah. and the sales team. So quite interesting, though, that you'd, you'd, you didn't really have a sales role particularly before that, like a proper sales role. No. You're doing door knocking. Yeah. But amazing this what you would have picked up naturally yeah. from you know selling your own things, selling tickets and stuff like that, and just having that tenacity to keep on going, the gift of the gab, whatever we want to fucking call it's it. It's just a numbers game. Yeah, do you know what it is? Yeah, that, that's it all it is. is yeah. And it's just a numbers game. And well, if, I mean, it hasn't changed. It's still it a numbers has, game yeah. now. Now, it's just different ways of doing it. There's yeah. different methods now. That's the, yeah. that's a difference, uh, yeah. and that's where marketing's changed, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. So 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 there you are. You're absolutely smashing it, and you, you know you've been there for what a couple of years. Um, four and a half years. Okay. I said. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was there for four and a half years. Okay. Um, so got my qualification um, at degree level. Went a bit further. Got a qualification at master's level. Okay. Um, in digital marketing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was absolutely. Crushing it, yeah. I think is the term. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely crushing it. Earned a lot of money. Yeah. Paid off all my debts. Uh-huh. Um, and then after about four and a half years selling the same thing, yeah, I got a bit bored. Did you? I was it nothing was really changing the business. Although you, as, yeah. although you were adding a lot of sales, were they sort of then going taking a step up and going right? What else can we do? Were they being creative with their no, business? No. And that, and that, I think to be honest with somebody like you, you need you need to have that change. Yeah. Don't you? You've got to have something yeah. that's got like, I, you know, like scaling up. I mean, I'm I'm a big I like to scale things up, and I think you're the same, aren't you? Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 was that what sort of got you in sort of thinking? Where am I going with this? No, the big thing was so there's um, in the, the email marketing and data world there's something called the DMA, the uh-huh. Direct Marketing Association. Okay, it's like the ICO of email marketing. Okay, what's the I, what ICO? What's um, ICO? Information Commissioner's Office. Okay, so yeah. you know the, the government yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the DMA are the kind of the rule givers okay. um, in that market uh-huh. and this is when GDPR was coming in Sure, and I could see the product that we was offering and GDPR I was like this is going to clash quite heavily. be a heavily. big problem and it, I mean there was people selling uh, lists. And that's um, what we was doing. And there was uh, oh, were you? Because I, yeah. I know a company called uh, I don't know whether they're still around called Data Fuel or do you know who they were? They're oh, in okay. Colchester yeah. um, and, uh, and he, they used to buy lists and sell lists and yeah. it was literally trading people's names yeah. uh, and their yeah. details. That, that was Twenty percent of what what we were okay. doing. Okay. Um, and I was like, I've been in too many businesses have gone bust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing right. this I'm again. Stepping out of this one. Um, so I actually went to Phil um, with an idea of a digital marketing agency. Right. And um, he said no. It's about two three months later. I rehashed my idea and went back to him. Yeah. And he said no. Right. And so, what was your idea? So, 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 the business was marketing that they're in essence doing leads and data yeah. scraping and, and and email, sort of the basic level of sort of that, that marketing. Yeah. And, and what what did you go to them with? Uh, subscription based. Okay. So, um, with um, 
with what we were doing, they would order a thousand leads. Yeah. We'd deliver a thousand leads, yeah. and then you'd have to resell another thousand leads. Okay. Now these are hot leads, or these are just leads. These are just leads. Okay. Um, some of them were hot, you know, yeah. depending how much you wanted to pay for them. Of course. You know, we had talk talk visa re. They paid well. You know, they were hot leads. Yeah. And they were very very good, and they worked with us for a long time. Yeah. Um, so we, um, yeah, I just knew the business was going to. F- slow down because of GDPR and I wanted to do SEO, social media, all of this was coming in. This start. this was starting, I mean, we're going back a, well, not that many years yeah, ago now. Yeah, about four or five years yeah, ago yeah. now. So, so that was really starting to hot up, wasn't yeah. it? You know, uh, early, early days really. So yeah. quite an early adopter of seeing the, the, the ability that you could utilize, um, you know, social media and those channels yeah. for marketing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and they just wouldn't do it. Right. Um, so Very I, short-sighted I, I right. decided to um, set up by myself Uh-huh. But before I set up by myself, I needed to go and work for a company that was already doing it. Yeah. So I um, jumped ship and okay. went to a um, digital marketing agency in Chelmsford called Absolute Digital. Uh-huh. Um, I was there for about nine, ten months just learning the processes yeah. of what was going on. How do you work in this environment? Yeah, sure. Um, Absolute still around? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they are the biggest agency in Essex, yeah. and um, Ben, the owner, is doing an incredible job. Yeah, um, you still have contact with the, with the guys? Not really, no, okay. um, uh, not really. I, I um, didn't have the greatest time there. Okay, um, because. Uh, being a bit big-headed mm-hmm. from going as the man at Ginger Nut Media yeah. to going just as one of the team. Yeah. I kind of felt uh, I didn't settle in very well. Okay. Um, and I might have not been the nicest person to okay. kind of work with. Okay, that's fair. That's it, very, very honest of you. It, at the time, and I might have been a bit unmanageable. So you, you think rubbed people up the wrong way? Yeah, yeah. You were there for a reason, though, weren't you? I, I was there to learn. Yeah. I, I, I was never there um, to give... You know, yes, I looked after some good clients and whatever, but I was never there long term. Yeah, you know, I was there. I was there to learn, um, which I did, and uh, you know, and, and done incredibly well. And left there to work for a company in Colchester as a marketing manager uh-huh. because you can't set up an agency working for an agency. Yeah, of course. So I left there, worked um, for a company in Colchester called AT as their global marketing manager for a year. Okay, twelve months on the dot. Yeah, um, until that kind of contract ended that I can set up an agency yeah. and um, then here we are. Yeah. And then are. HC Media Group was created. Well, it was well, H- HC Media. Was- it was HC Media Solutions yeah. to start with. Yeah. Um, and um, my business partner is my father-in-law yeah. and my wife. She's yeah. um, she's director of the company. Yeah. Um, and we set it all up not knowing what we were doing. Yeah. Um, well, listen, well, let, well, let's find out a little bit more about that and these, uh, this, yeah. those sort of first early days and, yeah. uh, and how that went. In fact, the first, first, yeah, the first early days, we can come back in a minute. And then when we do that, we're going to, uh, we're going to have a round, uh, a very quick round of the way we play Cards Against Humanity. I've, I've never seen the red box before. Is that you? a naughty box? Or? Um, yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's a bit like a red room, to be honest, yeah, but, but, like but in that. the box form. But no, yeah. it's, it could be, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know that much about it. But if Cards Against Against Humanity wants to send us the other boxes, you're more than welcome. Please contact us here at Essex Business Radio. (laughs) Be back in a minute. Back again, Elliot here, Essex Business Radio with Chris Klaus of HC Media Group. Um, And uh, for anybody that is on YouTube, they can see that we've got the Cards Against Humanity box up. Well, I don't know what camera we're on. We're on this one, uh, which we're going to play in a second after finding out a little bit more about the startup of uh, of Chris's business. Mm -hmm. Um, You've played this already, haven't you, mate? So um, I've played it with grandparents. Okay. Wow. Okay. Interesting. 
interesting. Yeah, it was um, fun. Okay, so uh, so we're going to play that in a minute, and uh, we'll see what phrases we get coming mm-hmm. out of that one uh, today. Um, but yeah, so uh, so it, we, you took us quite nicely on at the end of that uh, that last segment, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, um, well, when you set uh, when you set HC Media up, what were the early day? What was the early days like? I mean, you've you know you've been working in the industry for a while. You were marketing. You'd done. You'd learned about social media. You'd, done, you'd worked for marketing. What was it like day one? What did you do? I got on the phone. <laughs> um, so I had a tiny little room in yeah, my house. I wonder, wonder what you're going to say then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's also true. Um, I, I, the that could actually be in here, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I gave up work. I, my first day full time of AC Media Group. Um, my little girl was two months old. Yeah, and I had a little bedroom. <coughs> Oh, a little side room next to the front. Oh, excuse me, producer, producer Joel. If you're going to cough, can you so do it quietly, I'm, I'm please? I'm really sorry. I did put my, my face down. Yeah. It didn't work. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You can't get the fucking staff. I've been holding that one in a while. So, <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Carry on. Yeah, we digress. <laughs> Where did I get to? <laughs> First, first day oh yeah, the yeah 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 so um i had this tiny little room yeah and um, it was about the size of this desk yeah um it was the cleaning cupboard and i had a little desk and my laptop and well, a phone well, not when i when i met you you did well actually you hadn't even moved into that so that uh, no. at that stage you yeah. were working off the dining room table yeah. right yeah um and uh, and you're you're going out and being proactive and getting getting clients just just Hitting the phone, speaking to people, just being active. Yeah, networking um, a lot. N- networking a lot. Um, how did the ne- how did the networking work out for you, Chris? <sighs> it didn't. <laughs> it does. It's not. It's not. Listen. It's, it takes a certain kind of person. It does. I I, I got a bit bored. Yeah. Um, I've done the BNI uh, for a few months and got very very bored. I mean, while we're on that subject, you know, BNI does suit good people. It can suit a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So we we know. We know quite a lot of people yep. that make great money out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do genuinely think it's a you've got it's a particular mindset to to, to get involved with it, to utilize it, to, to ingrate, ingratiate yourself. I don't know what the word is, yep. but but to get properly yeah. involved with BNI, uh, as as we know, we we do know people make money out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it was never for me. Uh, you gave it a go. Yeah, I was there for four months. Yeah. Um, I just got bored. Yeah. You know, hearing the same thing every single week. And it is, that's the thing. It's the same thing every week, isn't it? You know, I mean, how do you you stick that out? I don't know how people do it for years. No. No, I, I don't. I just. Um, I'm not knocking it, you know. No, I mean, not, not at all. If it's fact, got it's got its place for, for for the right kind of person with the right kind of business. I make, I make money out of it. I'm not going to lie. I, I got some deals out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it took me to leave for that to happen. Yes. I left, and people went, "Oh, don't leave. I want to work with you." Yeah. I was yeah. like, "Well, work with me. I'm still going to leave." Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got you know I got a couple of good clients out of it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's. I just hit the phones. I just started speaking to people, uh, messaging on Facebook, messaging on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, obviously, over my time selling marketing, I'd built up, you know, th- I think it was thirteen thousand connections on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So I was kind of going back to old people that I knew and just doing anything really yeah. to kind of get a foot up. Yeah. Um, and you no, know, we did have a couple of clients that I was working with when I made the transition. Yeah. Um, which was good. Um, yeah, and I just kind of, you know, kept on going. 
but you've but you've also joined you know you've joined you have joined a network of business people yep. and you and uh, and you've had some you, do you have, have you had have any coaching yourself and you've yeah. you take some coaching yourself you do so you're really into a bit of self development aren't you and yeah. Uh, yeah, and business development and things like that as well you know you've taken on that on board to learn new avenues and new things you can use in your business as well and your processes right yeah yeah I, I think that's the biggest thing obviously that's where I met you with yeah. Adam yeah. Adam started big business events. Um, the way that I see things is that you can never believe that you're the you know you're the finished article. No, you've always got to learn. Yeah, sure. Um, and I've done a lot of that over the last two years. Yeah. You know, um, just looking at myself and learning and looking at the processes. Obviously, I went into partnership with my father-in-law, yeah, um, Joe, who's absolutely awesome, such a legendary guy. Um, he wasn't from a marketing background. Yeah. He was from a kind of a, a management... The um, fuck is driving our hand out there? Yeah, I, no, I, I, as noisy as that. Like we're going to put a massive there, sign out there and say, just just turn the engine down when you try to go is past. It, is it, is it, I think it's an airplane. No. Is it? No, it's not an no, airplane. No, it's not. It's, it? No, it's a, somebody with a very noisy, noisy car with a massive not, exhaust. Fair enough. Yeah. Probably yeah, 21. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, ageist, yeah. I, I thought it was just me being freaking out, no. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so the business, and, and in, you know, in the last year or so, that's, you know, the business has, has grown a huge amount, hasn't it? Um, I mean, yeah, you know. so just before Christmas, we had a million pound valuation. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Which is, um, you know, from start to finish, a bit mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big year last year. Yeah, a very big year big last gro- year. A big growth year, to be yes. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that was done just by um, obviously by, by being risk free. Sure, you know people go, well, it's a no brainer. Yeah, um, and then we're actually delivering on what we what we say we're going to deliver. Yeah, so they say to their pal, yeah, God, these are risk free and they've delivered. Yeah, you know, and it's just kind of growing from there. And we, yeah. you know, we're up to. 32 clients now. Nice, um, nice. 32 retainer clients. We do a lot of website design, you know, one-offs and and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's grown incredibly quickly and incredibly well. You say that, though, but you've you've put a lot of time into it. you put a lot of effort into it. At weekends, you're you're working. I mean, you're you're away. You're you're, you're meeting people. You know, as we said earlier on, you know, going from your your maroon coat, whatever whatever Mm -hmm. coat colour it was, up on stage in front of 700 people, you're standing up on stage talking in front front of uh, you know a room full of business people these yep. days um anything from i would have thought probably uh, i don't know what 80 80 to two or three hundred people maybe something like yeah, that yeah oh, well 10 yeah you no know, I've, I've turned up to events and there's only been 10 people there a, yeah yeah um and you know and you still, still got to do it you still you? got yeah, you I've, still got to do I, it i've organized my own and had yeah. less than 10 turn up to yeah. be honest you know a long time inside that wasn't really for me to be honest yeah. i found my platform now this yes. is this is mine um but no i mean listen listen mate i mean congratulations Thank on you. what you've done so far and looking forward to some Massive, massive things this year as well. You've got some big goals in place. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some huge goals in place. Um, so we've had a million pound um, valuation. Yeah, um, I know you mentioned that already. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to make it. Three, I want to. I, I want to make it three. How much by was the end it? Yeah. 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 How much was it again? Yeah. I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I want to make it three by the end of the year. That's yeah. our target. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Um, Perfect. And, we, and we've got the steps to make that that happen. Yeah. Um, we're, we're employing um, thirteen members of staff now. Yeah. Um, so it's huge growth and uh, 
we just want to be bigger and better. Um, our main goal is we want to be the biggest digital marketing agency by 2024 yeah. in Essex. Oh, nice. Okay, that, well, that's our goal. And I and I know you, and I know you're going to make that happen. Yeah, yeah we'll so, make it uh, so I have absolutely no uh, no qualms. That's going to happen. This isn't mate. sparkling water, is it? No, definitely, there's, there's definitely bubbles. not. No, I haven't poisoned no. you. No, the, the <laughs> bubbles were done by those mini elves, mate. That awesome. <laughs> all farting in your yeah. water. Um, so listen, I, you know we've 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 definitely learned quite a lot about yeah. you, um, and uh, in a little bit about the business as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so you managed to squeeze a bit about the business in there, which yeah, is uh, which is done, which you did quite well, yeah, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> so listen, anybody that um, that has has never listened to one of these podcasts before or seen it on YouTube, I've just opened up a box of card against humanity cards against humanity. There is a pack of black cards, which can be on producer John. I'll change it to you. No, okay, so we've got a uh, a pack of black cards, which you see there's not too many there, or not as many as there is white cards. And uh, in the black cards, there is phrases that have got one, two, three. Uh, spaces mm-hmm. um, or maybe a phrase so I want you to randomly take a card from randomly. inside there somewhere I'm going to split it three times and I'm going to take that wow, one wow okay that's that's one way of doing it yep. um, you can look at the, the phrase but don't say it just yet uh, and I'm now passing the box um, to uh, Chris so and okay, okay <laughs> this is going to be good already no, this is good if he's laughing already this is we'll, so Elliot oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that means um, but uh, I'm innocent by the way and then I don't know how many spaces have you got in there's there? There's only one space. So take you take randomly take a white card, um, and then I'm there gonna go. pass the box on to Joel. So um, so yeah, so anybody who doesn't know, we then take a, a white card. So he's got uh, Chris has got one space and he's got one white card. So he's gonna read out the phrase on the black card. Um, including the space and then read it again with the white card in a second. Joel, what are yours like? Hang on, I haven't looked at them yet. Uh, right, so I've got two gaps. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Can you do that? Hang on, let me think. Yeah, of course you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got two laughs. Let's see, let's see what mine's like. I've got one, I've got one space. Um, Chris, what have, you, what have you got, mate? What, uh, read out, read... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just that card that's right in front of me. If you just turn around that box... (laughs) We've already had fisting on here, to be honest. This is an ad. Is it an adult? Is it an adult? We're not actually here in the office, no. (laughs) We're a professional establishment. This is a family show. (laughs) No, it's not actually a family show. This is definitely a more adult show. Are you coughing again? Did you cough then? Can you stop coughing? I've got to prepare for You've got to prepare your throat. Well, yeah. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) I wish Brian never told told us that one come on then come on then Chris what have you got uh, tell us what you've got so, so th- this is uh, you've got to imagine this is you saying this okay because this is perfect okay hey baby come back to my place and I'll show you okay <laughs> and then the space and then the space okay so then read it again with the white card I don't really understand the white card. Oh, well, that's, well, it's got to go with yeah, it, though. Yeah, I know. It? Hey, baby, come back to my place and I'll show you a nuisanced critique. Nuisance? <laughs> so, so you only like the bit of the black, about the black card. Yeah. You weren't combining the two, were you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were just, it was just the black card did yeah. it for you. <laughs> God, then, producer Joel, what have you got? Right, I've got two spaces. So if God didn't want us to enjoy space, he wouldn't have given us space. Okay. If God didn't want us to enjoy a vagina that leads to another dimension, <laughs> he wouldn't have given us 
a dick getting stuck in between a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> and you literally pick those randomly. I promise you. Oh, that is brilliant. See, that's good. Yes. That's good. You needed a better white card, yeah, no, didn't that you? that was rubbish. That was, that was rubbish. Okay, so I've, mine says, next week on the Discovery Channel, one man must survive in the depths of the Amazon with only space and his wits. So it says, next week on the Discovery Channel, one man must survive in the depths of the Amazon with only scrotum tickling and his wits. <laughs> <laughs> it is a childish game. It is very childish. But we, we enjoy it, you know, particularly when we get a couple of decent ones. Um, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure. I Thank mean, you, so I, you know, I've, I, I, I knew some, some about your past. So I've definitely learned some more about you today, and yeah. I know that the uh, the viewers and listeners will have learned a little bit more about you mm-hmm. um, and your business and your capability, mate. Because yep. there's a lot of your life experience that goes into, um, you know, helping people with other, with, you know, with their businesses, yep. and uh, uh, I know you do a bit of business coaching and stuff as well, and yeah. you sort of, you know, in essence, that sort of goes hand in hand sometimes when you're working with certain clients, doesn't it? It helps to have that ability to understand life and business, yes. and and how you can maybe find somebody for them that's going to be a potential client. Yeah, I, I just sometimes I can just understand because I've been through the mill a bit yeah um, so I can understand what they're going through and um, obviously I've come out the other side um, and doing okay you know we're not doing fantastic doing okay yeah, 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 yeah um, mate, you're, do, you're doing well and it's just going to get bigger and yeah, better isn't yeah it? Um, and you know if I could my biggest thing my, my biggest passion is I want to be able to help others that want to grow yeah sure if I can help others that you know that want to grow, grow, then I feel that I've done a good day's work. Yeah, and that that is the main that that, that is the main thing that I'm after. Yeah, good, and I, and I know I know that you do that, mate, and I know the success mm-hmm. you get for other people. Um, so where can people find you, Chris? Um, sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to be here all the time, are we're you? No, we're so, not here. So, so where do people find you on social media? Um, social and... media, um, Facebook, I'm um, no, quite active on Facebook. Uh, obviously, look for HC Media Group or, you know, Christopher William Clowes. Um, yeah. And on um, on LinkedIn as well, do quite a lot on LinkedIn. Yeah. I need to do more on Instagram. Right. Um, not doing as much as I should be. Okay. Um, so that's the, the Google Pro. Yeah. Um, on, on Instagram. But okay. I don't, I don't really post much on there to be fair right okay um, surprises me to be honest in your industry yeah I'm, I'm too busy yeah I'm too busy kind of working with the clients to yeah. kind of focus on my, my own social media yeah um, obviously with the company we've got you know we've got people that kind of run that for us Lexi yeah, she's absolutely incredible uh-huh. um, one of our apprentices she does, she looks after that yeah um, and again with that if you want to learn about how to do your own SEO or your own social media follow the HC Media Group yeah because we give a lot of free training to yeah. try and get people to you know a lot of blogs and, yeah. you know, and things like that and getting um, people to speed up themselves yeah yeah sure um, which works well and website um, we're actually changing websites um, in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, so um, it will be the hcmediagroup.co.uk. Okay. Um, because we're um, we, we thought it was time for a bit of a spruce up. Ah, nice. Um, so that is looking going. Forward, to, looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work um, gone into it, and um, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Good. Good. We're looking forward. To well, it. I'm looking forward to seeing the new website and uh, and everything you can do, do it in 2020. Yeah. Good luck with 2020, mate. And, and uh, yourself, you know, thank you very and much. Uh, you know, I know you'll be smashing it completely. Uh, and thank you for the support. You guys have done amazing. Yeah. And, honestly, um, mate. Well, listen. Um, anybody that uh, you know wants to wants to find out more about Chris, he's just giving you social media. Um, around this post, um, there will be um, or a video. There's going to be a little bit about this and and some links for mm-hmm. Chris. And uh, you'll be putting this out through your social media media channels as well. 
Of course, yeah. You can obviously go to uh, at Essex Business Radio on all social channels and YouTube as well. So if you're only listening to this and you want to go and watch the uh, the, the sort of uncut version, please do so. Uh, thanks again, producer Joel, for today. Thank, Thank you, you so no, much. It's been good. Yeah, you enjoyed well, that? Yeah, was, I did enjoy that. Oh, good. I'm really yeah. pleased for you. Okay, now, as long as Joel's enjoyed it, we're yep, all right, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> Do you enjoy it? Always. I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and I like being in your company. You always make it feel homely coming here. Good, good. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much. No, I'm pleased. Thanks very much for coming in. Really enjoyed uh, chatting with you, Fireside, today. Uh, my name's Elliot Brown, signing off. Uh, thanks very much, Chris Clouds of HC Media Group. Thank you, producer Joel. And it's Elliot signing off from Essex Business Radio. Ciao for now. Essex Business Radio with your host, Elliot Brown.